0: Hello, you're listening to the Fridays Forever Podcast. My name is Mike.
1: And I'm Karen. And we are... Fridays
0: Forever. Thanks for joining us. Well, hello, Miss Friday. How are you?
1: Hi, Mr. Friday. I'm doing good.
0: Great. Welcome again to our podcast, Fridays Forever, where we like to talk about some of the adventures that we've been taking throughout East Tennessee. And also, we're going to be starting uh, something new with the podcast.
1: Yes, we're going to have a segment where we're not only talking about our ventures, but journeys in life. And it's going to include a journey to hope.
0: Well, that sounds like a lot of fun, right? Yes. Everybody needs hope. Yeah. Hey, before we get into that, let's talk about some of our uh, recent adventures. We often go to a lot of places and Um, have a lot of fun and put it up on YouTube for everybody to see. But we recently visited a place called Monster Mash Burgers in Sevierville slash Pigeon Forge area. You want to tell everybody a little bit about that place?
1: Yes, It. The theme is Monster Mash, and don't know how many of our listeners, Mike, remember the song, The Monster Mash. And that's the theme of this fun restaurant where everything's Dracula, and monsters, and vampires, and Sasquatch, Bigfoot. Just memorabilia scattered throughout the restaurant, and the sandwiches are huge, and and really everything on the menu is Is monster related as far as big, big, big or?
0: Yeah, I thought it was kind of a neat atmosphere. And um, we started off with some appetizers. And I can't really remember the name of them. I know they were cheese sticks. Do you remember mezzo cheese? Something like that. Huge, mega. They were like in triangles, weren't they? (laughs) Yes, huge, mega. They weren't like um, you normally find them. They were really big, but they were good.
1: Hey, and guys, my. My burger, which was really a chicken sandwich, was called Poultry Geist. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> which was a big chicken sandwich.
0: Yeah, so you had the chicken sandwich, and I had just a regular cheeseburger and and fries. And uh, anything else you had? Yeah, you had something on the side, uh, macaroni and cheese. Yes,
1: very cheesy and rich.
0: I did mm-hmm. taste it, and yes, it is. it was. But a
1: good old comfort food.
0: Yeah. But I really enjoyed my hamburger. It was uh, a big burger, and it was the cheapest one that they had on the menu, but um, still juicy, and the food was hot when it came, and um, I really enjoyed mine.
1: Me too. Overall, it was a great experience, and we enjoyed ourselves, and at the end when we got outside, I even tried to do a throwback and remember moves to the Monster Mash song. Yeah. <laughs> yep. The dance, right?
0: Yeah. And I think we included some of that on our YouTube video mm-hmm. that we uh, did for this review. Yes. But you can check that out. But that's Monster Mash Burgers. We highly recommend it and we'll definitely be going back stopping in there, right?
1: Absolutely.
0: We look forward to that. Another one of our recent videos was a visit to the island in Pigeon Forge, And we just love this place. We've actually stayed at the hotel there, the Margaritaville Hotel, several times. Now, it is pretty pricey. And we've only been there, I think, during really special occasions for us.
1: Right. Anniversaries or a birthday. But we like to take day trips there as well. And this was a day trip. And we walked around and we actually rode a special ride. Called called a sky wheel there. Um, we're thinking maybe the big mountain, smoky mountain wheel.
0: Yeah, something like that, I think. But we had a great time. There's lots of places to eat in there and lots of things for kids. Uh, Paula Deans is in there. I've never been to that Paula Deans. You've been there before, mm-hmm. right?
1: It's pretty good.
0: And But one of our favorite restaurants actually in the Pigeon Forge area, especially Karen's favorite, is uh, Timberwood Grill.
1: Mm-hmm. It's right there, nestled on the island, and we love their potato skins. and I like to say they have the best chicken pot pie in the world.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, the potato skins are delicious and they're huge. Um, but they have a lot of good food at the Timberwood grill. so we can rep- recommend that and we always enjoy going in there. But like I said, tons of things for the kids to do around there. They have this little train that they can ride all throughout the, the island.
1: Uh And some other little kitty rides, lots of general stores and stores to visit, um, lots of little restaurants and eateries, boutiques, and the famous fountains.
0: Yes, the fountains are beautiful, even during the daytime. Mm -hmm. uh, They do a show every so often with the dancing waters. At nighttime, it is beautiful. And we actually... When we rode this big wheel, we took some pictures when we were stopped on top of the island and the Smoky Mountains and then the sun setting looking back toward the Sevierville area, and it was just beautiful.
1: Amazing view, yes.
0: It was really, really nice. Also... um Pretty sure on the weekends they usually have some live music that's uh, playing out there at one of the, um, one of the places, and um, lots of other things that you can do there. one of your favorite places to get a treat is located in the island?
1: yes, uh, cinnabon Auntie Annie's um, has some pretzels, but cinnabon, which is my favorite cinnamon roll uh,
0: that is one of her favorites and uh, anytime we go by there, she automatically stops by Mm -hmm. and gets her one of those good cinnamon rolls. That's right. But, But hey,
1: talking about cinnamon rolls, what about Crockett's Breakfast Camp?
0: Yeah, we stopped in at Crockett's Breakfast Camp just a couple weeks ago and and put that adventure up and kind of did a review of that place. It's kind of hard to get into, isn't it?
1: It is. Um, we, We did call ahead, and we were able to get in and not have to wait but about 10 minutes because we had call ahead seating. So we suggest you do that if you ever want to visit Crockett's Breakfast Camp.
0: Yeah, I ordered uh, biscuit and gravy, uh, some eggs, scrambled eggs, and some bacon. And I really, really enjoyed it. I thought the eggs tasted great. Um, The gravy was good. I always leave a place that serves gravy and and think to myself, I just wish they would serve more gravy. I can't seem to get enough. Because, like, (laughs) you know, here at home when Karen makes gravy... I can put as much as I want to on my biscuit. I guess I'm just spoiled. That's probably what it is. That's true. But the bacon was good. Everything was really, really good. The atmosphere was good. Mm -hmm. You want to tell everybody a little bit about the atmosphere?
1: Yes, it's kind of like a camp, uh, old-time camp setting with washboards and a laundry line and just different big, huge cans of beans and different things like that lying up around the ceiling and Just old-time camp atmosphere, I guess you would say.
0: Yeah. So what about your meal?
1: I ordered the spinach Benedict, which was ex-Benedict with spinach, and it was really tasty, and it came with their breakfast potatoes um, that you really liked, Mike.
0: They were delicious. Yes, absolutely delicious. And um, so you had their famous cinnamon bun. it's a pretty big cinnamon bun, it? Was huge.
1: We had been told that most people order it as an appetizer for their whole table. It was just the two of us, right? Yeah. So we ordered it, and, boy, it was hard to stop eating because we knew more food was coming. But it was really good, and we brought the rest home. And it ranks up there. It ranks up there to the top.
0: So we're ranking uh, Cinnabon and Crockett's Breakfast Camp. What else can we put in there?
1: I don't know of anything else. Well, as so far those as two are pretty,
0: those two are pretty close. Right. But if you could only go get one, what would you get?
1: I would probably get Cinnabon.
0: Okay, it, that's interesting, mm-hmm. but
1: but they're but they're fairly equal. Yep.
0: Yeah, so anyway, if you want to check out any of these adventures, you can find us on YouTube at Fridays Forever and. um we uh, always have a good time when we're out in the East Tennessee and um, looking for things to do and different adventures. We've got all kinds of things up there on the, our, uh, our page, don't we? Mm-hmm.
1: And I, think, I don't think we mentioned that Crockett's Breakfast Camp is in the heart of Gatlinburg.
0: It is, yes. Hey, we'd love for you to be able to um, find us on all of our social media platforms. Of course, on YouTube, it's Fridays Forever. If you just type that in, we'll pop up. And that's where a lot of the adventures that we talk about here on the podcast, you can actually watch those and comment and make sure and hit that subscribe button. And we would appreciate that on Instagram. You can find us at Fridays Forever and the number two. We're often posting pictures there uh, throughout the week on our adventures and things like that. On Facebook, of course, it's Fridays Forever. Please come over there and like that page we post pictures and a lot of other things and we can talk back and forth it's a good place to contact us through messenger and our email address is fridays forever the number two at gmail.com our mailing address is fridays forever p.o box 9024 gray tennessee 37615 Okay, so that is our adventures for this week. And now we're moving on to a different segment.
1: Yes, we're going to be talking about a journey to hope. You know, Mike, everybody needs hope, don't they?
0: They sure do. Um, No matter where you go, no matter which direction you turn, it's like you never know just by looking at someone's face. But we all need hope.
1: We do. And the world offers a lot of false hopes out there that... Fizzle and fade away But we're looking for real, true hope That lasts forever Yeah,
0: and you know a lot of times for this um, A Journey to Hope section We're we're basically going to be taking The post that Karen puts up Every week on her website So if you want to share that address For everybody and-
1: Yes, that's dot Fridaycom You'll find my blog which is titled, theme, Hope is Among Us. And I post a new article every Thursday by Girl Friday.
0: Yeah. So this week, the title is this Connect Who You Are to Whose You Are. Now, what were you thinking when you wrote this?
1: Mike, I remembered a time when I was younger, around seven years old, and my birth certificate was laying on the counter that my mom had out to register me and my twin sister for Girl Scouts. Every step closer really tied my stomach in knots, and you know why? Because on the kitchen counter laid the evidence that my biological father did exist. But it was a painful reminder that my real dad was missing from my young and vulnerable life. Although I had a new dad enter my picture A wonderful stepfather, Wendell, who loved and cared for me and my sister as his own daughter. Still, my heart ached to know deep down, who am I? And more importantly, whose am I?
0: So the question for all of us, then is have you, have we ever struggled with questions about identity? You know, who am I? And who do I belong to? And beyond that, really, where am I going to spend eternity? So who and whose, those are big thoughts to be thinking about. And I think sometimes we separate who we are with whose we are, but the two were always meant to be one and the same, to connect identity to belonging.
1: Yes. And you know what? My father came back into my life a few years later But my last name had already changed to my stepfather's with an adoption. Then my name changed again, back to the original family surname, when the adoption was deemed as not valid. So my twin sister and I, we were adopted, and then we were unadopted. Therefore, my sister and I lived with one dad, our stepfather, and visited to other dad, our father biological father. I wasn't sure whether or not to call both dad because they were different as night and day in personality and affection, communications. It was just all confusing when it came to identity.
0: So that brings to question, then we have identity and belonging. How do we go from there?
1: Yes, we connect them. We connect them. So when I came to know Christ as my Lord and savior, At 16 years of age, I began a new life in Christ, and I got a brand-new Father, my Heavenly Father. God the Father not only wants us to rest in who we are in Him, but to also find our security in whose we are because we belong to Him.
0: Uh, So let's look at um, these powerful declarations that you've set up. Um, to connect who we are and whose we are. And the first one is this. Uh, like I said, connect. God knows my name.
1: The first declaration here is my heavenly father never goes missing from my life. You know, my biological father was missing for several years, but not my heavenly father. Hebrews thirteen five b tells us, I will never leave you nor forsake you.
0: I love the passage. I love that passage. I love the passage in Isaiah 43.1. It talks about God knows my name, and that's kind of hard to fathom you think of the greatness of God and, and how big he is, and, um, and I used to sing a song all the time uh, called uh, He Knows My Name, and it's so intimate to think that the creator of the universe actually knows your name right now, right where you're set, right where you're listening to this podcast.
1: Yes, whether you're in your car or at home or just sitting outside with your earbuds in, God knows your name. Remember that. Think about it. God knows your name. Also, my Heavenly Father is intimately acquainted with everything about me. Psalm 139.3 says, You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Isn't it wonderful to think about God just being intimately yes. acquainted with everything about us? Yes, it is. Also, Galatians 4, 5-7 through says, God the Father adopted us into his family. So we're no longer spiritual orphans when we come to Christ. We're, we now belong to a heavenly family, God's family.
0: Yes, and I believe God put in all of us a need to belong and a need for him as a, our heavenly Father. I love Ephesians three and eighteen, nineteen, and then of course Psalm twenty-three. But the fact that the Lord loves and cares for me, uh, I think I just think that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Now the second thing here with the connect is this: the Lord fights for me. You know, in in Romans one seven and John one twelve, we read there it says talks about how our heavenly Father calls me beloved, calls me a, cha- a child, a saint, really. None of us feel like a saint, but to think that that's how he sees us mm-hmm. is just amazing. And also blessed. We're blessed people, and that we're his.
1: That's right. We, we all belong to him when we know him as Lord and Savior. Also, I love, Mike, Psalm 1819. Yes. That God the Father delights in me, and that scripture says, He brought me out into a broad place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. That's the ESV version. But there's other versions, Mike, that says he brought me out into his spacious place because mm. he delights in us. And Exodus 14, 14 is one of my favorite scriptures. It says, the Lord fights for me. Wow. Mm. <laughs> Haven't you ever wanted just not only to know who you were, whose you were, that you belong And that your identity is attached to who you belong to. But just to know that somebody is fighting for you. Somebody's standing up for you. Well, the scripture tells us that the Lord does that. And then Psalm 121, 5 through 8 says, My heavenly Father watches over me. So not only does he delight in us, he watches over us, he fights for us. And then finally, Ephesians 2.10 and Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, God has desires and plans for me and for you.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people lose hope uh, on this journey, and um, it's hard for them to, to see that God may have plans for them. You know, that's why we wanted to call this a journey to hope. So that hopefully everyone could see and know that the Lord's fighting for you. Of course, number one, he knows your name. Number two, he's fighting for us. And then the third thing with this connect is this. The Father counsels me. This is a part maybe we don't like so much. We like to feel like we can do everything in our own strength. Um, you know, in Psalm 37, 23, it says, My heavenly Father guides me. Do you think that, you know, the creator of the universe is willing if we will let him? Guide us on this journey. And then, of course, in Psalm 32, 8, God, the Father, he counsels me. He says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. Oh, that's powerful when you stop and think about it.
1: Right. And Mike, who doesn't need some guidance and counseling from time to time? I do. (laughs) Or really often, I do too. Then Psalm 51:11 says the Lord shows mercy to me. You know there's times that maybe we withhold mercy from people or they withhold it from us, but not God. Not the Lord. He always shows mercy to me and to you. And then Hebrews 12:6 says, "My heavenly Father disciplines me for my good and his glory." Psalm 84:11 says, "The Lord has my best interest at heart. Same thing with mercy. There are times that we wonder if people just want something from us or they're using us for something but not not the Lord, not the God of the universe. He always has our best interest at heart, Mike.
0: Yeah, so the Father counsels me. And then the last connect here, Karen, is the Lord listens to me. I used to always think about this passage um, in in difficult times, but it's Zephaniah 317. And it says, my heavenly Father rejoices, rejoices, get that, he rejoices and sings Over me And I used to think to myself And even right now When you listen to this podcast If you know Christ What song do you think He would be singing over you And when you think of that And those words That may be how you view yourself And not how God views you So be careful Not to belittle Who you are in Christ And know that the Lord Listens to you
1: Yes, isn't that beautiful? John 1 16 Mike says my heavenly father extends and from his fullness we have received grace upon grace. That means my heavenly father extends unending grace to me. Unending grace. Wow. Just think about that. Unending it. It never ends. It never goes away. It never stops. It never runs out. Then then Luke fifteen four through seven and Ezekiel thirty four eleven talks about how the God in the universe continually pursues a relationship with me. You know, you maybe even heard this before that Christianity is not about a religion; it's about a relationship, and the Bible confirms this: that God pursues relationship with us. Psalm one thirty nine seventeen says. God the Father thinks about me. He thinks about you. Hmm, His thoughts are about us, yes. Yes, nothing we can do or nowhere we can go that he doesn't, he's not there with us, he doesn't see us, watch over us, and he's not thinking about us. And then Jeremiah 20, 12 through 13, I love this, talks about the Lord listens to me. Then you will call on me and come to me and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. And it's just such a promise to know that the Lord listens to you when, we, when you seek him with all your heart. And then the last declaration is my heavenly Father heals me emotionally, mentally, mentally. Physically and spiritually.
0: Now, not necessarily the way I think he should.
1: Right. Because we can't even fathom his ways. He's, he's creator. God is the universe. Yeah. And really, see, I like to say, CEO of the world. And so he, he heals us in all those ways, all those dimensions. And we look to him to as sovereign to do the, to make the right decisions for us in those areas.
0: Okay, so there you have it. And just to remind you, um, as we kicked off this uh, a Journey to Hope, the four areas were God knows my name, the Lord fights for me, the Father counsels me, and the Lord listens to me. And the question, I guess, for us, and a little challenge to put out there for you as you listen to this, is which of these declarations speaks the most to you in connecting identity to belonging
1: what's yours mike
0: well i think the fact that he knows my name is really huge Mm -hmm. to me that's a great Uh, one that's just always stuck with me and also you know that he rejoices over me with singing now i love that that god desires an intimate relationship and that's that's for me that's what it is how about you
1: I think mine are intimately acquainted with everything about me and has my best interests at heart um, because of, I, I guess, my childhood and wondering if people wanted to know me and love me and, and know who I was. And I struggled with identity and belonging just knowing that my Heavenly Father is intimately acquainted with me and has my best interests at heart is such comfort to my heart. Well, perhaps the next step our listeners can take, Mike, is to take one of these declarations a day and journal journal about it for 21 days, meditating and praying over each one.
0: Yeah, I think that would be a great idea. Well, so we really hope you enjoyed the podcast uh, tonight. Thank you so much, Karen.
1: Thank you, Mike. And thanks for joining us, guys, about our adventures.
0: Yep. don't forget to go back and listen how you can connect with us on social media. Until next time, we're Fridays. Forever. Bye-bye, guys.
1: Bye, guys.